Oh, we were doing another sound check, right? Oh, we can if we want to. Oh, sorry. No, no. I, I wasn't sure what was going on. Oh, I like this as the beginning to our podcast. Welcome, everyone. This to what is, show? This is TV Donut. Yes, it is. And we might be a little off because for the first time ever, we're recording on Saturday night. This feels Saturday great. Saturday night. I'm, yeah, so the, like the, the way, way you move. You guys look your 90s nonsense. It's Wigfield. Second time this week. Again? It's Wigfield. It's the same song. Oh, my God. Saturday. Saturday. Oh, did I walk into that? Anyway. My neighbors are being super noisy, so you might hear some tunes in the background or some bumps, and these two are obviously nuts, so yeah, who knows what's going to happen. We're in a good mood. We're having a good time. Welcome to TV Donut. <laughs> yeah. In case you're new to the show, this is a show where we pick shows at random from Hannah's magical Excel spreadsheet, and we watch the pilot, we watch the finale of the first season, and then one of us will quiz the others on what happened in between. Uh, if you want to know a little bit about us, uh, we're all writers working in the film and TV industry up here in Vancouver, BC. That's right, where most of these shows are filmed, but yes. none of them take place. And this no. one does take place, not here, but in Toronto. Yes, finally, we got an amazing Canadian television show. I'm so excited. This is one of the best shows so we've proud. watched. This is A, it's one of the best shows we've watched. B, it's one of the best Canadian shows I've ever seen. Agreed, agreed. Agreed. This is up here Agreed. with Orphan Black. This is up here with Kids in the Hall. Well, I'm very excited. This is a, a special donut for me. I've seen every episode. I was dreading watching that finale again because the first time I watched it, I cried so hard. <laughs> I think I was choking. I also cried. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, we all three of us cried that was in this a hard finale. One. I did better because I, I knew what was happening. I mean, we all have siblings. Saskia and I both have brothers. Like, yes. imagining yourself in that situation is excruciating and I just remember the first time I watched it thinking like I actually can't handle this right yeah it was as soon we see I'm just for the listeners the show is being Erica you know that friend you have the girl who seems to have it all figured out she's got the great job the great guy the great life well I'm not that girl yeah, about, we haven't even mentioned that yet. It's basically the basic premise is a woman. A 2009 ran for four seasons. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. For a Canadian show. It's amazing. Was it canceled? Um, no, or did it no. conclude? Yeah, it, it, it reached its natural course, ended. and she decided not to renew for a th- for a fifth season. Yeah, uh, created by a woman, pilot directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, if you guys are interested, I have. Every season on DVD. I'm very interested, but it's all it on Netflix. It is a Netflix. Yeah, that's true. You don't need my DVDs, but they have behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you have Things Netflix, could happen, you know. Yes, if you guys have Netflix, God. watch Being Erica. I'm going to watch this. Hopefully, they have it in America Town. I don't know if they have it on their Netflix too. This is so exciting. So basically, the premise. I I was like stealing myself for you two to come in and shit on me. I was like, I don't know if oh, I can seriously? handle this. I'm so surprised. Not a chance. I didn't think the pilot is super strong. I like the pilot scenes, a lot. A lot of the voiceovers super cheesy. Well, the voiceover Dr. Is- Tom is not as well, like, he's not settled into his character yet in the pilot. Don't like that actor. Wow. Uh, I'm just going to say Michael Riley, who I thought did a pretty good job. Yeah, I am like Dr. Tom. Yeah, I don't know why. Instantly. And then it's interesting. Well, it wheels, you get a lot of background on him. The most he's not a good person I, necessarily. Yeah. I am not surprised he's not a good person. Yeah. Can we let's just I introduce the concept to yes. the let audience? Let me read. Uh, let I me read his acting so they can as get the hot dog vendor. 
his hot dog vendor acting was superb. Oh, that yes. was his best yeah. scene. Uh, yes, when he shows up in the past, it actually is pretty great a lot of the times. But then also, what's a hot dog vendor doing outside of high school? Also, why is he selling is that coffee? A thing? Well, that's that's a, that's easy. In Toronto, they're pretty much everywhere downtown. I yeah? think okay. Ottawa as well. Street meat's just like a thing. Coming it's not from... as much here, I guess, because it rains so much. I don't know. That, you see, I don't know. Maybe it's the sprawl. There's so many food vendors downtown Vancouver. Yeah, and they're they're in downtown Calgary as well. But then it's like suburban sprawl outside of the core. So I've never seen a food vendor. Like, who wasn't there on a special Texas Donut Day or something mm-hmm. like that. Gotcha. All right, so the pilot has a name. It's Dr. Tom. Yay! So exciting. Down and out, Erica Strange is desperate to change her life and takes up an offer from a mysterious therapist, Dr. Tom, who sends her back in time to relive a high school regret. Amazing. That's the... Yes. That's, that's it. it. That's everything. Created by Janice Senor. Can you imagine? You said jinx, and then I couldn't talk for the rest of the podcast. That would be really mean. And some equal writing credits, David Fortier and Ivan Sheenberg, who uh, are also executive producers, I believe. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, they effort, with, with well, just because they're the only ones on every episode. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I mentioned. Yeah. Um, gosh. Uh, I guess we should give first credit to Erin Karpluck. Yes. Love her. Actress. Oh, she's, my God. She's fantastic. She's in oh, this. my God. Favorites. Follow her on Twitter. Love her face. This she was just in town. Last she does week. a great job, and all all of it. Yeah. She has to play so, well so many different roles. No. To, to be yeah, fair, not, roles is not the right word. Well, that too. Yeah. She has to play so many different versions of herself. Yeah, yes. it's, but she also has to play her current self Reacting. in her former body. Yeah, which is so weird. Like the whole thing with the teacher and the pilot yeah. is like so. It's like there's a weird line. Definitely, like, we is. don't know where it, oh the line God. is really. And I'm hoping you're going to tell us something about that in the quiz because I was so sure that she, that teacher, was being set up as a romantic. Yeah, I yeah. was too. I thought that we were going to see them together in the finale. I thought he was hitting on her, and it uh, was going to turn out that he was like a creeper. That's what I thought. That's what I thought when <laughs> yeah. he offers her a ride home at the end of the episode after before, everything went down. I'm like, gonna... he's going to try and rape her in yeah. that car, and we're going. Gonna... It wasn't that at all. It was just no. so that she had someone she could actually express what was going on to that wouldn't be like I'm taking you to a hospital. Yeah. You're crazy, Erica. Yeah. What's wrong I, with she you? can't talk to her parents. No. Nope. And she can't talk to her friends. Her friends suck. Let's her start at the beginning. Suck. Okay, so in the voiceover she tells us she's thirty two years old. She's not one of those women that you see that you think, Oh my god, she has everything together. I wish I was like her. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She doesn't have a job that she likes. It's a dead end job. Sleeps with her cat. Yes. Still we sl- never see. <laughs> I'm 32 and still sleeping with my cat. cat. <laughs> that was very awkward wording. Oh, but it was deliberate. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I liked and it. She says, you know, th- she blames herself. It's her own fault. People, when things are going wrong, they, they blame circumstances. They blame outside influences, right? It's never your own fault if your life didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. True. But she basically blames herself. Mm-hmm. Like She's yeah. like... I made all the wrong choices. I screwed up every opportunity I had, and now I sell insurance. And I got fired from that job because I'm overqualified. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. She has a master's degree. She is overqualified, but why? At that well, point, the only reason to fire her is if she's not being successful sales wise. Because exactly. otherwise, why would they give a shit either way? If if you're going to reject someone for that reason, and it does happen, yeah, because it's it can create problems in some jobs for in sure. In some jobs, but it, not sales would, jobs. And it would be done at. The interview. They would say, we like you, mm-hmm. but you are way too qualified for this job and yeah. it will cause whatever the hell the problem is that occurs from that. Like, I don't know. To get fired is very severe. And well, yeah, and she to get fired. is now in a situation where she can't even have a reliable income of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she also, like, she, 
she goes to her friend Judith to try and cheer her up. And she brings up the good point that it's like that she what does she say? That it's not that it's illegal, but that they they can't do that. Yeah. That that's not a, a fireable, fireable offense. Fireable offense. That's yeah. Yeah. She yeah, she hasn't done anything. Yeah. yeah. She tells her to forget about it, go out on this third date with Trevor the dentist, and uh like call me and tell me how it goes. <laughs> it's which, a third date, they're basically an item. Yes, that's exactly. Uh but, but he has Yeah. He has canceled her already a couple of times or just said that he's been too busy, which is a red flag for her. It's a red flag for anybody. Yeah, should be. Like, it's been hard to make the third date. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you'll, yeah. That says to me, you should just be friends. We get an even yeah. better. You just be friends at this point. Better phone call later. It's insane the reason he doesn't Oh my up, God. Right? I've never heard anything like that. I have. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I have. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, we'll get to that too. That's what happens next. Basically, is it right away? Right yeah. When she goes yeah, home, right it gets here. changed, and then she goes downtown, and then she starts raining. Downtown of Toronto, you see Beautiful. the center. Yeah, no, that was they, delightful. They say they're in Toronto. I know. I just I love, love seeing it. it. I, I love seeing Great. it. And um, she's walking through the promenade, and she gets a call from Trevor, who says he hasn't worked out in a little while, and he feels like, like a month, month. two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I thought it was a month. So tonight's the one night. Yeah, exactly. Like two weeks or a month. Either one way. One more day is like, not going to make a difference. What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, he's got to hit the gym before all the other dudes Before get anyone could see him again. I totally get it if someone's feeling gross and they just don't want to see anyone. Like you're feeling down. Your body, yeah. you feel you bad about your but body. But make up a reason. Make up a reason. You you're don't like, say ah. you have to go to the gym. Exactly. Especially when they're It actually sounds like you're blowing her off completely. Or that you have better plans. Well, and then we see him at the end of the episode. Episode. He's in fine shape. He's yeah. a model. Yeah. Yeah. He's a model. He's very pretty. But that made me more convinced that he'd be one of those guys that's like, I have to go to the gym. Like, that's a thing I have to do. Like, I have yeah. to eat breakfast. I have to sleep. Otherwise, I just don't feel like myself, bro. Gym yeah. tan laundry. <laughs> gym tan laundry. GTL. Uh, yeah, so w- one of my favorite scenes is the one where she jumps into the cafe. Yeah. And she's just hysterically crying. Like, we've all... Oh. Maybe not all. No, I think most of females have had one or two incidences where you're like crying in public when you really wish you weren't. Yep. But there's nothing you can do about it, and it's just like you look insane. Your makeup's running. Like it's just hilarious, but also horrible at the same time. And that's what she's doing. Like she's trying to stop, but she also can't. And it's like she drinks that mochaccino or whatever, and she starts choking. To be caught in the rain. Can I offer you a mocha mint latte sample? In that latte. Any, any nuts in the latte? Yeah, it's actually the hazelnut milk and mint latte. Gone. 
And then she passes out and goes to the hospital. Yeah, because there were... A lot of people go to the hospital on like, both of these episodes. Yes, you're right. Is there right. any nuts in that latte? And that mocha is like, yes, actually, it was a hazelnut mocha latte. Yeah. He, it's yeah. a, he's mint. Mint. There were so many yeah. things in there. He didn't mention hazelnut when he hands no, it. No, he, he says it's a mocha mint latte. And yeah. so many people have nut allergies. Which is crazy. Like you would be trained to say that out loud, probably. In, in well, you have to. That's one of the details... I clipped on a little of this. I could say that, like, I it didn't bother me too much. You would never but make I was a like, sample of this guy. In it, I don't think. Yeah. This also, is the worst he doesn't even ever. ask her if she's all right or if he can do anything. Like, she's obviously distressed. Yeah. She's soaking wet. Like, you can't give her a towel or like offer her a tea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just it's just so it was weird. She's but choking. And he's just like, yes, not, it was hazelnut. They're trying not to waste yes, time. Yes, actually, so much in this pilot happening that this is not important. There, there is a lot of uh, plates. It's setting. just a device to get her to wake up at the hospital Place where setting. she meets Doctor Tom, who offers his weird services. A creepy guy, not he's in doctor's clothing, comes. Yeah, into but he has no room. letters after his name. So, like, what kind of therapist is he? In his uh, card is very plain. It just says Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> Until his name. she needs the address. And it's right in front of her. Yes. Yeah. She's an un, she, unsanctioned therapist. She's a little creeped out, but a little curious. So she takes the card. Yes. Yeah, because he like mind fucks her. He's like, not just today was bad. All the days are bad, right, Erica? Ugh. He does. He does <laughs> know details. You should. He not knows know. everything. Yeah. It's and real creepy. I didn't expect this to be a magical show. It's well. I didn't know what to expect. Definitely not explained in the first season. Let me tell you that. About what the heck is going on here. I and s- how it's going on. Well, we see a big thing in the finale, which we'll talk about. Yes. But did you think there would be other t- Dr. Toms before yes. you... Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought that there would definitely be other doctors because... Just just because of the way he was working. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he doesn't seem all-powerful. He seems to have, like, a very limited range of powers. And, and he's... He- Possibly a boss. I just assumed he was like a guardian angel working off personal sins. Especially in the in the finale, you really get the sense that when something bad happens, that he's in real shit. Oh, he's and that he is like, holy fuck! I trusted this person, and now I'm in deep trouble with whatever. But But we don't know that for sure. But that's a great end to the first season is to show stakes for the second most important character, which who probably hasn't had real stakes up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's when we learn how much he likes to say quotes. Oh, seven quotes in this episode. It's seven a quotes. Big deal in this show. Uh, he does it all... constantly. And uh, then she goes home, and her mom goes crazy and won't let her leave, and invites every single person they know over for brunch. For brunch. And they freak out Erica so bad that she has to jump out a window and run away in her frog pants. I love the sentence. Suff- I'm suffocating suffocating under the weight of your collective disapproval. Yeah. They are really Good disapproving, writing. though. Like, yeah. They, they come in, force her to eat brunch with them. And they're supposed to be like, just, I guess they just came over to hang out. And um, they ask her about basically everything we saw go wrong in the first few scenes. They ask her about. And then yeah. it's just this and way. And I'm very her. Losing the job. So, Erica, how's the job? It's the call center, right? Uh, I'm not working there anymore. Oh. Anyone hiring? What kind of position are you looking for, dear? Oh, you know, a food stylist, a calligrapher, cat psychic. Something that suits my unique abilities. So what, you just quit without finding another job first? Josh. What? Erica, tell us about that guy you've been dating, the one from Lava Life. He's a doctor, you know. Dentist, actually. And I'm not dating him anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it didn't work out. Uh, he spits a lot when he talks, so... 
And he has herpes in both places, so I just... <clears throat> I, uh, I felt at risk and... Great dentist, though. Did Trevor Markowitz, tell your friends. Did anyone else catch the debate last night? Was... Seriously now, Erica. Uh, when are you going to get a real job? An MBA would, would be... A foot in the door, at least. I agree, Joe. I mean, you're beautiful, smart. Maybe I have the answer. I know a really great therapist. Ouch. Excuse me. Oh, Erica. She's always been my sensitive daughter. Hey, don't, okay? I know what you all think, that there's something wrong with me. That Erica, she's so pretty and so bright and such a friggin' disappointment. I get it. And, um, I'm suffocating under the weight of your collective disapproval. She wears her pajamas throughout the rest of the episode. Yes. She could have gone and gotten changed. Yes. Here. Before she jumped out the window? She, I mean, she before they sat down She doesn't have any of her own clothes. She's at her childhood home. Oh, I thought they were Right? Because at... she puts on her jelly shoes. Like, those are not her current footwear. I thought we were at her house. No, it's no, her mom's house. Parents, or yeah, her mom's house, because her parents are divorced. Right. In certain realities. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, then. so she doesn't have she any... I don't think those coat. are even her pajamas. Probably not. They're probably her mom's Well, pajamas. it is It is her childhood bedroom, and yeah. it looks the way to be the way maybe that it used to be. There. So maybe they're... Yeah. She might have some childhood clothes lying around. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's... So I, we I meet her sister, that. Sam, and her fiancé, Josh, and uh, her aunt and uncle... And then uh, Judith is also there for the brunch as well. And they're right. all, and her mom and her dad, right? Her dad's there too. Yes, yep. he is. Yeah. Her parents are divorced. Her but mother's high strung. Her dad's always... a stoner. Yeah, a stoner rabbi. He's amazing. He was a fantastic <laughs> well, that's character. Good. I yeah. really enjoyed him. I like I like most of her family. I like her sister. Yeah, Sam's great. Her we husband also kind of sucks, but whatever. Like the mother. Yeah, we like. I said we like the mother. Yeah. We always like the mother. Yeah, we do. Well, she's very high strung, but then she has. Great moments of softness. Yes, yeah. in the finale, she's much better. Yes. Everyone's much better in the finale. Yeah, the pilot's not the best episode, but, you know, they never what are. Pilot it is. just means that all the other episodes you get to watch are going to be even better. I, and I did not dislike the pilot. I, liked I still it. liked I like it. it. Great. Still I'm happy. It. I like it, too. It's one of my, like I said, one of my favorite shows ever. I've told so many people to watch it, and I don't think one person has listened. That wouldn't surprise me. I remember, <laughs> Maybe now that it's on Netflix, I can get people to listen. I remember when, when it was this on, came out. I was, like, obsessed with it. So good. She also says, I don't, I just wrote down cat psychic. I think she was listing off possible jobs she could have. <laughs> when she was asking if anybody knew anyone that was looking for yes, work. Yes, cat psychic. That's what it was. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I'd be a great cat psychic. It'd be good, good job. Damn, that would be a good job. So she wanders out in her pajamas and she checks the card and finds out that Dr. Tom's office is magically exactly where she is. Mm -hmm. so Water Street. Yeah, she goes in and uh, he just happens to be between pages. So she gets to talk to him right away. And uh, he's not going to charge her. No. Nope. Yeah, the whole conversation is very yelly. Everyone's yeah. yelling. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling in this one. Yeah. But... but basically, she ends up writing a list of all of her regrets mm -hmm. and gives them to him. Yep. And he says, okay, well, what about this one? And you want to a... go back and fix this one? <laughs> Great device, because we basically see what a bunch of the episodes are going to be right there on that piece of paper. Yeah. yeah, and we get to see a couple of them yes. at this point. And we already see Leo dies in this episode as one of the items it's on the, last the list. One yeah, it's on the, the last one on the list. Yep. Yeah. Which is interesting that they tell us about it in this episode, because we get to find out who Leo is in this episode as yes. well. And it's obvious because he's not at brunch in the real world. Yeah. yeah. Though I thought... <laughs> I did not realize 
until the finale, she was actually traveling back in time. Oh. I thought it was like a, a hallucination. Deep, or a hypnosis thing. Gotcha. She was mm. going into her memories to deal with these issues and then coming back out to the yeah. real world. But she's actually being transported into her teenage body. Yes. But even though things ended up differently in this case, actually the result was pretty much the same, right? Because mm-hmm. the yeah. boyfriend ends up breaking up with her anyway. She ends up making a fool of herself in front of her classmates. So not much would change from that in terms of the whole butterfly effect thing which is what she's worried about she's like this can't be real like when he tells her like i can send you back to change this because he's she says that the junior dance went really badly they were drinking she got too drunk she passed out on the floor and she's puking so her boyfriend ended up breaking up with her and everyone at school ended up saying she was a skank because i guess puking on the floor makes you skank yeah very much so it makes (laughs) i don't know what a skank is either way and uh her friends kind of like ostracized her after that and she thinks if she could go back and do that differently that that would change things for her right in terms of i don't know her relationships with men i guess was just yeah and the way the way that people see her well and just feeling yeah like because she is tom says you're very concerned with how people see you it's really the thing that ends up changing afterwards she just doesn't care as much yeah and he promises that if she commits to this therapy that he will change the things that she's unhappy about yeah which is uh pretty crazy okay so she says yes and then poof uh it's cold it's cold which is a great device yeah except it kind of goes away afterwards it's just like the doors she's just walking in and out of doors a lot of the time and she ends up in a different i see that in the in the the credit sequence yeah we didn't get one in the pilot no no they came up with the credit sequence later which i think there was a lot of doors there and i didn't remember the cold thing that always reminds me of supernatural because whenever something horrible is about to happen it gets really cold on supernatural yeah oh really see i went back and watched it again i'm like oh wait what happened it's literally just like he takes off his glasses and she's like, I'm really cold. And then the camera spins and she's just all of a sudden in her 1992 outfit. Yeah. yeah. And she is freaking out. Yeah. Like she does it perfectly. Like yes. it's so funny and genuine and it's just great. She's like, what year is it? And they're all like, are you stupid? Yeah. No one's taking her seriously. She's no. asking people, what year is it? And they're like, you're so funny. Yeah. Which, uh, I hate when... If anyone, if I ever ask you what year it is, guys, I will tell you. Be, no, be concerned. <laughs> be concerned, exactly. Be concerned. There's something wrong with me Don't at that be, point. Don't like, stupid. Why would you ask that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. And, I, like, just to think of it from her perspective, where, like, it's, you just be so over it, and you can't act over it. You have to yeah. act like you're 15 years old or however old she is. It's just really funny. But the the best part of this whole experience, obviously, is, like, she gets to see her brother, right? And uh, she's so happy that that gets to happen. That was amazing. We And that's when we know that she must have a dead brother. Yeah. This guy who wasn't at lunch. She gets to hug him. She's thrilled. That's awesome. And he's like, you're acting weird. Everyone thinks she's acting weird. She is acting weird. <laughs> yeah. She's yes, acting true, super weird. All her friends. She's suddenly like... acting like a 32-year-old woman. Yes, that's who's true. Who's confused about where she is. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Not like she chose to do that. She didn't really think that was going to happen. No. How could she? Yeah. How could she? I don't think he was... He didn't warn her. He just poofed her back there. That's right. Yeah. So she And then uh, that's when she's like, what did he say? Right? Like, mm-hmm. change, do things differently, la la la. So she tries to set about a different course of action by not drink, drinking at the dance. Mm-hmm. But she gets too horny and tries to have sex with her boyfriend, who, like, freaks out. Her boyfriend's a dick. Real oh, weird. yeah, we don't care her for Doug. boyfriend's the worst of this. Was it Doug? Uh, no, his name was uh, Noah. 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 And Zach is the other one. You know, and I knew... We never met Zach, though. We see her browsing her ex's profile in the present on, like, Facebook. 
Like she's like looking at Noah's profile. Yes. And I knew as soon as I saw him, I'm like, this guy does not have good enough hair to end up with this woman. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But I like that that you know that how, that's how it works. It is like he's not. Yeah, he does. He deliberately looks like an ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. like someone who's like good looking enough that you could see them having dated. Yeah, uh, just like in that purely very superficial level, but not good looking enough that like you feel like she lost out by not being with him anymore. <laughs> Before they get to the dance, Sam's date Josh uh, walks in on her shaving her bush. And he thinks that she's masturbating with, with good a reason. Yeah. It looks. It was very weird. She scene. has one leg up on the table. Yeah. Like you can see her expression in the mirror. And, she's and like, it's apparently ah, ah. very painful. Well, and, so and she's like ripping her hair out. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not cutting it. Yeah. Because it's like old. I don't even know why she touched it. I would have been like, I'd rather have hairy legs. Yeah, that's that whole thing was terrible. But There's better ways then to do he it. tells everyone at the dance, which dick move. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's how she gets a bad reputation. Is and that her future brother-in-law? Yes. yes. Also, yeah, he's a big creep. That was what yeah. I got from this. An investment yeah. banker who's lazy. Yeah, and who also, also checked her out. Yeah, yeah. Before that, as a teen, not so bad. But I, there's, I feel like there's hints throughout that. He may not be the best for her sister. No, we definitely didn't... not. Well, I mean, she says she's happy in the finale when she finds out that when she changed things, that yeah. caused them to not be together anymore. So Good. obviously, we know Erica is not Team Josh. I have a donut question about him, so I'm not going to say oh, more, but feel free to speculate on your Josh opinions. Okay. He's great on Rookie Blue. Ah. All right. All right. Uh, I'll check it for that. He might have cheated on Andy, though. Dang it. Maybe he's not great on that show either. I'd still encourage people to check he's out He's a great actor. <laughs> he's really good. He's yeah. good. We agree on that. Uh, exactly. Then, so Noah, Noah still starts a fight because of this thing with Josh. Yeah, which pisses Erica off. And she's like, you're half, you're twice his size and is like three years older than him. Like, let it go. He's mad at everybody. He's mad at her. His whole thing is weird. Like, he doesn't I, know anything. I mean, not like... You know, teenage boys can't say no to sex or be like, you know, I'm not comfortable doing it right now like this. But he's just very mean about it. His reasoning for not wanting to have sex, I think, was solid. He wants the first time to be something special, not, and in, not a car, in a car that's parked sisters. outside with people all around. Like, yeah. I get that. That's not crazy. But the way he reacts to Josh spreading this rumor is to basically accuse her of being... He calls her a nympho and a, a skank. Was also, the way he reacts in the was? ending was clearly not reasonable. No. no. He's just not a great... He, she's yeah. better off without him. So we're happy that Noah did not get... He, she did not get Noah. That's an ex-boyfriend that you know you can do better. Yeah. You can do better. Well, that's a thing. Which she right? realizes. Lamenting her breakup with Trevor, or... No, whatever. Yeah. No, the, oh, guy the current the, guy, Trevor. Yes, it is Trevor. Who's tremendous. also a garbage boyfriend. Yeah, and instead he's like looking at Noah, what Noah's doing in real time and thinking like, oh, if only I'd, things had worked out with him. And like, I think one of the one of the lessons she learns, especially in this episode, is that even if you do go back and and make different decisions, things could end up exactly the same. And yes, and yes. maybe that's just the way it is. Like, yeah. This is what the universe intended. Yeah. Maybe. There's not much you can do about it. Yeah. So, yeah, we've talked about Mr. Leeds. He checks in on Erica a couple times. He's it's, He's very interested in He comes in Erica. off super weird, but I, like I said, I feel like it's just, again, someone she can exposition to. Because it I didn't thought, go anywhere. No, it didn't. And you don't see him again, I don't think. I definitely she never thought. goes back to like the same specific 
time period, really. Oh, really? Okay. Not really. I assumed watching the opening. I mean, she's only so old, so she can only go back certain events, but like, so she probably does go back to high school. And if, is it always her? Like, we never go back to her as a child, say. Um, yeah, you see her younger, definitely. Oh, yeah, it's always played by her. Yes, I think it is always played by her. So, So, yeah, she's not like eight years old ever or anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. So, yeah, it's like 16 and up, basically. Don't quote me on that. No, definitely she's, uh, 14. 12, 13, I don't know. Like, around there. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. she plays young, which is also another kind of issue, but we're not supposed to be seeing her as she looked, you know what I mean? Totally. I will take it as, like, a, uh, we see her as she is, the rest of the characters see her as they knew her at the time. Yeah. So she tells Mr. Leeds teenagers are idiots, and she doesn't understand how he possibly deals with any of this bullshit, and then he just looks at her like, what the fuck? And she just, like, giggles and runs away, like, tries to pretend... <laughs> That, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking she's gotta about. Gotta go find her friends. Yeah, she tries to tell Tom that she's sober, so she should get to go home now. <laughs> she's been trying to leave this whole time. Like she doesn't want to be there. No, and she doesn't understand why she or what she's supposed to be doing. It feels like she's trapped in this nightmare. Yeah. She's tried to make things different. They already have gone south. Oh, uh, hey, uh, did you want a hot dog? Uh, if the point was for me to change my past, I did. Because there's the dance, and here's me. And I'm totally sober. So? So? What? Oh, that's good. Congratulations. You know what? Go to hell. Seriously. Do not weep. Do not wax indignant. Understand, Baruch Spinoza. Understand what? I don't understand. I don't understand anything. Why are you crying? Because you won't help me, and you trap me in this nightmare where you offer me hot dogs and quotes that make no sense, but you won't tell me what I have to do. You won't... I'm not sure what it is that you want from me. I want to know what I have to do. Is this ever going to be over? Am I just stuck here? Well, no one's ever stuck anywhere. You are where you need to be right now. And when you're finished doing whatever it is that you're meant to be doing, then you move on. What is it that I'm meant to be doing? What is my goal here? What is Uh, my purpose? Life's journey be endless. Where is its goal? The answer is... It's everywhere. But all he does is quote more quotes (laughs) at her. Uh Quotes that make no sense. Yeah, so she goes to the bathroom and finds the girls drunk, and they get mad at her for acting all... 32. Yeah. <laughs> trying to stop to them from dying of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. And so then, of and course... And perhaps the reality is, like, because she was the one that drank so much that night originally, there wasn't as much booze for the other one to That's drink. You know what I mean? Point. So she didn't end up in that situation last time. Yeah. Like, this time, there was, like, they were only splitting it between the two of them instead of the three of them, which leaves a lot more liquor. Yes. Yeah. For these tiny high school girls. So she pukes. And she got the most of it last time. Exactly. The worst <clears throat> of it. Yeah. So she pukes all... Katie pukes all over Erica's dress, which is disgusting. Yeah. It was pretty bad. And then her puking continued to be gross in the bathroom, and I yeah. thought of you the entire time. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a good one. Anna doesn't like vomit. Or actually bodily fluids of any kind, really. I thought it was great puking, though. Yeah, yeah it was. It like, great. I like the sound design on both of these episodes, and it's weird yes. to notice that. I thought it was really excellent. Mm-hmm. Production like, values on both of these were great. Like, it was yeah. so well shot. Those transitions between really 
past and present are amazing. Yeah. So inexplicably, this is the part I had the problem with, speaking okay. of your issue, is that she gives the dress yes. to Jenny why? to put in her locker. Like, yeah. Why? You would never do that. It's going to make your locker smell like vomit. I'm just going to hang up my panties here for a while until yes. I think of Yes, I didn't even realize she wasn't wearing sense. a bra until yeah, they pulled was, back, and I was like, oh my god, I would never in a million years get my clothes away soon, in high school. As she did that, I turned to Jacob, who was in the room, I was like, why the fuck, why the fuck would she give her dress away <laughs> and leave herself naked? Yeah. And Jacob's like, just a, just a second, just a second, the, let the scene finish. It's the setup, right? It's yeah, like, it is. Yeah, and that's why you notice things like that when it's just in there to pay off what's going to happen later. It's like, No. No. Anyway, so Jenny leaves, which we immediately know isn't going to work out the way she's she wants wasted. it to. Of course. Yeah. She and screams the locker combination like ten times, so <laughs> you obviously know she's not going to even make it to the locker. Which she remarkably remembers. Do yes. you guys remember your locker combination? Hell no. Uh, yeah. Nope. No chance. Oh, That's so I? many different My life depends on You know what? If I was that. standing in front of it, maybe. And you're not even 32. So if That's you had right. to go back right now... You wouldn't be able to open your locker. I had a different one every time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it was a like different locker. Same thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It changed <laughs> every year or Let's every half. We'll talk year. about locker combinations on our other podcast, Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. So, uh, yeah. So, Katie, keep forgetting her name. It's like yes. like. Starts seizing, basically. Passes basically. out, then starts seizing. So Erica wraps her boobs up in toilet paper and runs into the dance in her underwear. And then doesn't scream for help. Now stands just there quietly. Goes into the middle of the room. Yeah, again, it's like another TV. It's like, no, that's not how yeah. it would happen. <laughs> she would, like, peer over the window and be like, hello, someone help us, please. Somebody, anybody. Yeah, or just go to a payphone and dial 911. Yeah. yeah. But that's the button, I guess. She goes for help. Everyone stops. Everything. Yeah, and Noah's face is He's like so mad We're and done. disappointed. Disappointed. Hey, you know what? You know what? You're going to be really disappointed by Noah. Your hairline. <laughs> like five or ten years. Bam, bam. Absolutely. There and it also, goes. we find Jenny making out with some dude, not getting clothes out of the locker. That's right. Well, I mean, as soon as she left, <laughs> I was like, she ain't coming back. Goodbye, Jenny. She yeah. ain't coming back. She's going to have fun. Totally. Erica runs into Judith outside the school. Judith doesn't know her because they haven't met yet. In Which that was very interesting. Timeline. Because yeah. they knew each other. They were at school together. Or she was at her dance, right? Right. Maybe she's the date of someone that goes to that school. Because she does say, right. what are you doing here? Yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Because so they would have pieced it, it together a, in the present. A coincidence. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe they just never talked about like what high school she went to or whatever. You know, I guess that's pretty weird. You definitely would probably weird. know what high school they went to. If you're from the same town, yeah, that's like the first question. If you grew up together in the same place, would you go to school? A nympho skank. That's what he calls yeah. her. Ugh. Like what the fuck? He's the worst. So mean. he's the worst fuck guy. You, Noah. <laughs> but that's basically she. Kind of, she doesn't put things to rights. She helps her friend. Realizes that doing the right thing is more important than what other people think of her. And she well, gets she, to yeah. see the decisions that Josh or that Noah made from a new light. Yeah, well, and the really... teacher. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go first. Yeah, he's he tells her that he thinks what she did was brave. Yeah, and which was nice. Yeah, it was brave. That's when I was like, okay, maybe he's not a creeper. But she, I thought for part of it that well, I thought that he was going to be with her in the future at some point. But also, part of me thought that he was in on it. And knew she was from the future. <laughs> the teacher, Mr. Yeah, Lewis? Yeah, he definitely wasn't, yeah. No, he was not. It was because of that weirdness, and I always thought, I was like, oh, he knows something? But no. But he doesn't, she doesn't really learn the lesson until Dr. Tom, like, yells it at exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. Because she gets sent back and wakes up 
on her own couch. Mom's dad are there. Trevor shows up to take her out to brunch, and she's like, I don't want to waste my time with you. Like, she realizes, like, no, not interested. Well, he shows up, and he's like, are you sure you don't want to put on some clothes? People might think you're weird. Right. And, and then she like, goes to do it, and she's like, well, who cares, right? Yeah. And then she goes and tries to find Dr. Tom's office, which is now a second cup, which is awesome. Again, <laughs> Canadian. What's up? And she's like, what the? What the hell? What's going on? But then, of course, he's right there, conveniently. He can't talk right now. He's got other things to do, but he's looking forward to their next appointment. And she freaks out and starts screaming at him about what she's just been through and mm -hmm. how it didn't accomplish anything and how her life still sucks. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, but you, you're in the middle of a public place in frog pajamas screaming your head off and you're not giving a shit about what anyone else thinks about that. And that's when she figures out that she actually did learn something. Because she claims Erica. that the only reason she went in and did that is because she had to save her, right? Like, she wouldn't... But she didn't. She she chose to... Yes. Dr. Tom says, yeah. you know, we, there's always a choice, basically. Their yeah. opinions are always going to matter, just never as much as your own. That's right. That's the end of the pilot, a.k.a. Dr. Tom. Great lessons. I really like... Ah, there's so much to like in this show, guys. Yes. There's so much to like. Let's talk about the finale, one of my favorite and most heartbreaking episodes this is up there with that friggin queer as folk finale as one of the ones that just like gutted me so hard the first time i watched it i was like fuck you guys yeah, don't one. do that to me all right finale of season one is called leo though dr tom warned her not to try and prevent leo's death erica does so anyway resulting in dire consequences oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh. when we open up she's done a complete 180 from the pilot, she's literally saying out loud, she is now one of those girls that you look at and think of has everything going for them. Yes. She's yep. got a great job. She just got promoted. She's dating someone that she really loves. And seems to love her. And seems to love her. Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. And, but still, something, she still doesn't feel good. She still doesn't feel happy. One thing, that one regret that will always hold you back. Yeah. So we meet her boss, Julianne, and some of her coworkers. She's just gone from being Julian's assistant to being like a junior editor at uh, this publishing company. And uh, we, I, so this is like a batch of great new characters. I really like Miri. I think she was a fun character. Yeah. Uh, she's the new assistant that's just been hired to replace Erica. Mm -hmm. She's plucky. She's ambitious. Yeah. Got, she, you can tell she's going to get a lot of really good, like, quirky lines. There's a guy there named Brent who also works there. Yeah. He's more. He's more like a commentator, I feel like. Yeah. Like he's off to the side making a little bit of snark. And then you have, sorry, Julian? Julianne? Julianne, yeah. Yes. Who is... Boss pretty, lady. And and what was your set take on her? We didn't get to see much of her in the present. She's kind of mean? Season one, she's definitely a villain, for sure. Okay. And then that changes after this. I'm not going to say too much if you guys are definitely going to watch this, because it's... I don't want to say any spoilers. I'm definitely going to watch this show. They, uh, they end up becoming more equals than... Um, foes but yeah in season one she's she's horrible okay. <laughs> yeah she's really she seems, nasty boss yeah. she like steals erica's ideas she like shits on her all the time she <sighs> freaks out about her lattes as you could tell probably from it's this very, finale that's a very important part of that job yeah, must be organic and 100 degrees <laughs> yeah it's uh it's pretty bad Anyway, There's nothing organic about a latte. They don't occur in nature <laughs> erica and ethan are going out for lunch to celebrate um they're like together, but it's like still awkward. So we know, obviously, it's more of a newer relationship. I feel like when they hook up at the end, that's like the first time yes. they're having sex. I honestly can't say that for sure, but that's the that's the vibe. Kind of I where it felt like, yeah. yeah. 
You know, just because I'm junior editor doesn't mean I get a longer lunch. Well, today's different because we're celebrating. Celebrating? Yeah. Hey. Hi. <laughs> wow, this is kind of... Awkward. Awkward. Oh, my God. We're such losers. I'm sorry. I just... I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to act right now. Hey, we're just going for lunch. We don't have to rush anything. Yeah, of course. But I was thinking, if you don't have any plans tomorrow, maybe we could drive up to Stratford and see a play. Or not, if it's too fast. I mean, I understand. No, it's fine. It's just, uh, tomorrow. What's wrong, Erica? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm sorry, I'm just a little, off, a little out of it. Don't worry about this weekend, okay? It's probably a bit too soon. You know what? I would love to. What? I would love to go with you tomorrow. Let's go to Stratford. So they're excited. She wants. He wants to take her to see a play tomorrow, but uh, she doesn't want to go first. And then, then she decides she will. In Stratford. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's going out to Stratford. Canada's famous Stratford, the home of Shakespeare. Yeah, Stratford on the Avon. Home of Canadian Shakespeare, I should yes. say. Sounds like Shakespeare never went there. Born. In southern Ontario, <laughs> emigrated to England. Please don't spread that around. We know that's not true. That's right. It would have been British North America at the time. Yeah. Born in British North America? Great. Right. Um, right. Right. Uh, yeah. And then she gets into this conversation with Ethan about... Well, she has a memory. She has a flashback. Right. That's the second one, yes. Of Leo walking into the barn. Oh. Oh, my oh, wait. God. Her poor brother. Yeah. Her poor, and, poor brother. And uh, she says... She tries to go. She tries to go. And then she just kind of, like, panics. And that's, I think, the second time she has a vision is, yeah. like, when they're, like, running around together or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. There's a sled or something. Yeah. And uh, she tells Ethan, like, you know, it's December 13th. And, of course, he right away knows what that means. So, obviously, even though they've only just started dating, he must know her. Right? Because Pretty well. he knows what that means. Yeah. This and is the day her beloved brother died. Yeah. And the family was Pretty shattered. When he was 21 years old. So every year now, they go up to the grandma's farm on that date and mourn Leo. And she doesn't want to do it this year. She hates it. And she doesn't think it's helping anybody. But... And she also says that my life is it's really wonderful. That's true. She wants right to now. feel happy. But she yeah. doesn't. She's already told us that that's not working. No. <laughs> yeah. But Ethan's like, no, I'm taking you up there. We're going. Let's go. Which, I mean, this is the biggest regret on the list. Yeah. No matter what else is on there. Yeah. The she death lost of her a family brother. member. Yeah. Oy. Her big brother that she loved, right? That everyone loved. The yeah. golden child from the sounds yeah. of it. The oldest, definitely. Firstborn. The only boy. Firstborn, only boy, golden child. Yeah. The, the triple threat. So she comes in, and but he does say, "Like change, change it, go, but change it, make it different." So yeah. she does make it different. She gets up there, joins the family, and suggests, "What if we finally cleaned up the burnt down barn out back where Leo died?" Yeah, and, and rebuild. rebuild. We can chat about in him. his memory. That's right, because he loved building. And something we can all do together. The family's actually enthusiastic at first, except for her mother. Mom is not into the it. The mother but she is goes freaking along out. with it. Yeah, but you the, can see her panicking. Yeah. Yeah, another great actress. Oh, she was so good in this. Yeah, the, the panic is wait, the panic pays off immediately because like they basically tip over one thing, and right under it is 
the grandfather's heirloom case. It's, it's like, like a, a cigarette, cigarette case, case. Yeah. that uh, the grandfather had given to Leo and that because they'd never bothered to clean up the wreckage, no one had ever found. found. Yeah. And so she goes into hysterics. Super sad. Yeah. Yes. It's really, I hate watching. However, I did sad. have a problem later on when she finds that tin again and her reaction to it is completely different. It was like, oh, this was my father's. I get why it is. Because this time they're not out back removing elements of this memory. It also, yeah, she doesn't like she doesn't flip over a charred it. piece it's of... Like, it's like, yeah, this is where my baby burned to yeah. death. You know, she's sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah. And before she brings it in at the end, she you know, wipes a little bit of the ash off of it and some of the bone fragments. So she's a the little... The bone less... fragments? There yeah, was no She bone. buried it. She stole it and buried it under a tree so before it didn't get burned. burned this time. Yes. But Spoiler like, what happened? Did you just take the bag of weed in his pocket? Because that was yeah. only his weed. I thought... Oh, and that's joints. right. But I think he was also had cigarettes. Because I feel like he's... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's not even worry about it. Okay, so... She uh, she goes to see Tom mm-hmm. after that backfires. And she convinces him that she can go back. And she won't change anything. She'll just say goodbye. Because she regrets the last conversation that she ever had with her brother. He was 21 when he died. That weekend we were up at the farm. And things were tense. He had dropped out of university. Again. And this time there was nothing that was going to make him go back. He wanted to go traveling and they wanted him to finish his undergrad. So he went to hang out in the barn. I think he was going to smoke some weed, calm down. And nobody knows exactly what happened, but the police figure that you know, he left the joint burning and then dozed off. Once the hay caught, it was just, it was probably a matter of minutes before the whole thing was on fire. And where were you? Upstairs, sleeping in the house we all were. I remember waking up to the smell of smoke. And I looked out the window and it it was like the sky was on fire. And we all ran outside, you know, but it was too late. If if he hadn't fallen asleep, you know, if he'd been able to get out. We we hardly ever talk about Leah, but when we do, it's always that. You know, our collective failure, how we couldn't reach him in time. Honestly, I can't believe it's taken me this long to realize how dysfunctional it is. No, we never talk about his life. About how great he was. This year you tried to change that. You know, I wanted to do something that would help us let go of it. Just something positive. But it didn't work, and frankly, you know, I'm not surprised. Why is that? Because it's not easy to let go of something you've carried for years. I tried to go to Stratford with Ethan and I couldn't even make it to the car. Erica, you and I, we have arrived at a juncture of sorts here. You see, I know that this is the one regret that you've been waiting for. And that your regret is simply that you did not wake up in time and that you were unable to go into that barn and pull your brother out unfortunately that is not what this is about there are limits to this therapy and right now we're facing one of them because no matter how deeply you regret it you are not allowed 
to go back and play God. You are not permitted to bring back the dead. I know. Interfering with other people's lives is off limits. I get it. I do. Yeah. I know you know. And I wish that there was something that I could do to help bring you the closure that, that you're looking for here. But... Maybe there is. You know, when I think about Leo now, I just, I remember the last conversation that we had. It, it just, it's like I go over it in my mind, just how pointless it was, you know? All the things that I would have said if I would have known that that was going to be the last time. I don't know. I guess, just... Yeah, you wish that you would have said goodbye. Yeah. Erica. Listen, I cannot send you back to save your brother. But, uh, a goodbye. Mm. That's, that's something that could be arranged. What would you tell him? I would tell him that I loved him. And then maybe if I could figure out a way to let him go, I could help my family do the same. And you will not try to save his life. No, I won't. I promise. But she can't do it. And he agrees to it, but... He agrees to it cautiously. Do you feel like he didn't really... No, obviously from how mad he is, I feel like he... He did believe He did her. believe that that... I, I would... I just... It's not possible! It's not possible. No, it's not. And I don't even think it's possible the second time. No. Like, I'd be like, you have to just pull me out before... Wait, just before, way before that even gets to the point of happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's 21 when he died, and uh, she tells him everything was bad. Back then, everyone was fighting. He wanted to drop out of school, and uh, his parents were pissed. They were wanting Erica to talk him into staying, and she didn't think she should. And so everyone's fighting, and then he dies. It's like the worst. It's a real rough 24 hours for that family. Yeah. So she jumps back in time, and basically what she ends up doing, other than revisiting the same argument with her family, is to follow him out to the barn and confront him. She tries him. to meltdown. She, she tries yeah. to say goodbye, She can't but do it. Can't? They, she like gives him a hug and just bursts into tears, and then she... Destroys the joint. And, and the boombox. And the papers. Yes, everything. Throws everything. the marijuana in the hay. And then he has no choice but to follow her back outside. Yeah. At which point, we basically, more or less, we just come straight back to the future. Back to Tom's office, where he flips out on Erica because, what have you done? You said you wouldn't do this. You don't think there'll be consequences? Of course she there's going to be consequences. She, if she, I have to choose between this therapy or Leo, I choose Leo every time. Choose Leo. Yeah. You yeah. made a commitment to Erica. Throw away months of hard work. You've learned nothing. And then he gets physically violent with her. Yeah. yeah. Which seems to scare him a little as much as it scares her. Another hint of his um, perhaps seedier side that he is fighting with as well. Yeah. And we also see that present day Erica looks a lot different than the way we last yes, saw she her. Does. When yes. she was in our time. She looks hot. Yeah. Her hair is like perfect. It's amazing. She's wearing expensive clothes. 
And uh, she goes to sit down at the wrong desk because she doesn't work there anymore. She looks like a professional business lady. <laughs> yes, that's true. She does. Brent is freaking out because she waved him. Yeah. Which is the opposite of their relationship. She never reality. slums it over here in nonfiction. Yeah. What's going on? Everyone does. They think it's like a power play or she's up to something. She's trying she's to find like out this. some intel. Yeah. So she runs to go make Julianne's latte because she doesn't know that. They're talking about getting her a latte. So Julianne sends Miri over to yeah. take over making the Who latte. tries to sell her book? Yes. I, that's what I liked most about Miri. That's my favorite Miri moment. <laughs> really pisses off Julianne. And Julianne tells her that she's the managing editor of fiction. And also apparently extremely successful at it. Like numbers that no one can believe and don't know how they get them. She cr- congratulated her on the... Crowded Reality, yeah, her latest, and she's so bestseller on the New York reality. Times bestseller mm-hmm. list. Yeah, that's right. But she she doesn't write; she just markets the books. She's the editor, I think, managing director of fiction. So she would probably choose. She would choose she books choose and choose how books. to market them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Then she would hire editors to edit the book. That's right. Yeah, so she's above that now. She doesn't have time. Yeah, for exactly. Uh, yeah, so she tries to get hold of her mom. Um, she walks into her apartment, which isn't hers. She doesn't live there anymore. Did she open this apartment with the key? I thought she did. Yes, and then the lady just lets her go away? Well, what would you do? Well, I don't know. Be like, I why mean, the fuck do you have a key to my apartment? That's I would true. say, okay, bye, and then immediately call a locksmith to change the locks. Yeah. yeah. And my landlord to be like, what the hell is going on? That's I had alarming. people walk into my apartment that were on the wrong floor, but yeah. obviously the door has been open, right? And they just walk in and they're like, oh shit. That's Sorry. different than like sitting there and like, then you hear a key. Unlocking the door. Unlocking yeah, the door. That's like, really sketchy. And it's not your landlord. Nah. Landlord would be terrible because you'd be like, "What are you doing here? You should call me." Yeah. So she goes home. She walks into what she thinks is her mom's house, and she sees a man she doesn't know. It's Leo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. It's Leo. He's yeah, alive. It's Leo. Also from Rookie Blue, guys. Watch Rookie Blue. Rookie Blue. Uh, yeah. I really like the young Leo actor. He's, Thought he was great. Yes. Amazing. He's one. Of, he's my. He's my favorite character on this show. Fair. Uh, and he's dead. So it's. And know, he's a dead. You don't get to see him that much. He's really great. But you do get to see him. Well, we got to see him 100 percent of these episodes. So yes. You get to see him sometimes. He might pop back in. He will pop back in. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. So yeah, and that's just insane. So they all think she's gone crazy because she she doesn't remember their reality. Yes. Everyone picks up on it this much more quickly. This is just like Primeval. Like, she was in the portal. Oh, God. So she remembers the old reality. But they weren't in the portal. I don't want to talk about Primeval. Okay. Because that is a confusing show well, to me. I, just, the, every time we talk about it, I get confused. It made <laughs> all the sense. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> Did it. Do you want to talk about how Leo's an architect? Yeah, he's an architect. Great job. He has a fiancé named Annie. He's on his way to meet uh, the parents-in-law. Yep. And he's uh, actually pretty sexy. Which All right. Erica probably shouldn't think. But she did. Brother. But she did anyway. <laughs> no, she did. She's thinking. It. I don't think so. I think she's just happy to see him grown up. Like you, you know. I just I couldn't imagine that feeling, having not getting to see your brother grow up and then see him as a grown man, totally looking different than he did last time yeah. you saw him. You know, it's just, and successful in every respect. Yeah, and doing really well for himself. Yeah, and that's uh-huh. when we find out that Sam and Josh broke up five years ago. So Even obviously, better. Leo Living changed Sam. This is the good timeline. Changed Sam's future. It didn't save their parents' relationship, though. They're still divorced. That's yes, okay. which she's elated by, because she says, you're not still married, are you? Yeah, she uh. was hoping that they wouldn't be. I was kind of amazed they were ever married. <laughs> they do not seem like They're a They're very different. Yeah. 
So they call Sam over to check her out. They say it's just her short-term memory because she remembers her stuffed animals from when she was a kid. She manages to fake her way through but knowing she, her dad's book. Not really. She doesn't know the title of the last book that he wrote. But she And she reads off of his Star Trek yeah. shirt. Like, I think it's about aliens? They're talking about uh, taking her to the hospital, and then they get a call from Annie. Leo died in a car accident. So she got him back for all of, like... 20 minutes. And now she's in a life where she really doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Then she's, so she had her brother back for 20 minutes and now, and, but she didn't get to experience any of the rest of that life with him. So it's a total wash. Total wash. And now her parents have to be devastated all over again and suffer all over again. But he did get to live like an extra. That's true. Long time. 20 years. Yeah, it is a lot. 25 years. But now this. Annie, well, he died when he was 21. I'd say he's oh, probably right. Like so that's an extra 10 years. 40. She's 32. He's older. So maybe right. 36, so. 38 then. Yeah. So okay. 10, 15. Yeah. That part right. I was kind of confused about. Where I was like, you want to immediately take that back? Like, that's only helping you. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's kind of selfish. But I mean, that is part of her problem, it I is. guess, is that's... in making the wrong decisions. But... She, she's not like a malicious or cartoonishly selfish person. No. It's just... like very, it's like. This is selfish, decisions. but yeah. you hate to say it because it seems so reasonable mm-hmm. to just want them to be alive. It feels like something that is not selfish, but because of the nature of the universe in this show, it is. Yeah. She screams at Tom, like, you know, oh. is this all just to teach me some kind of sick lesson? And uh, he's like, no, I didn't do this. Like, you did this. I yeah. told you. Don't mess with the past. Don't change people's lives. Yeah. So she this asks. This is about your emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. It's not about changing the current state of your life. It's been making you more, I, I don't know, content yeah. with the current state it's of your life. It's about her happiness. Absolutely. <sighs> and then she asks to go back again. And he says he doesn't care. Yeah, She's the boss. Go back. You're obviously the one calling the shots. Yeah. Yeah. And so she does go back. Right then and there, we go back to the scene. She has to go through it all over again. Parents are yelling. And so do we. Leo is yelling. And instead of trying to talk Leo out of anything, she just lets him talk. Yes. And puts his words to paper. And when he finally does get to speak, what he says is that all he wants is for his parents to listen. Yeah. Right? So it's just like even waiting five seconds to let him like relax and, and say what's going on is like he gets, he says exactly what he needs. Like it's crazy. Well, they don't get it. They're trying to hold on to this idea of what I'm supposed to become. I know. But they can't protect me forever. No. No, they can't. They made their choices. They've done it. It's my turn. I'm not a kid anymore. There's a point at which they just have to let go. It's hard. I mean, I'm not saying that they're right. Because they're not. I just wish... And I wish they'd just listen for once. Why don't you write them a letter? You know, sometimes it helps to write things down. Because right now they're just, they're not seeing the big picture, which is that they can't protect you from everything. All I'm saying is you want to drop out and see the world. Things could be worse. Erica? Yeah. I'll be right there. Is 
Thanks, sis. No worries. See you down there in a bit. But he still goes into the barn. Yes. Man. And we see him walking into that barn so many times. And yeah. it never gets better. Well, it's the last... Well... It's the last... I was going to say the last she, thing she saw of him. But she didn't see it the first time. Or maybe she did. Because he's in there for hours, right? He's in there all night. Yeah. Before it actually burns down. Because he, after he goes in, she steals... Or she goes out. No, she steals the case before. But yeah. she goes out and buries it in the backyard. With, she steals the letter. Yes. And puts it in the case and buries it under the tree so and that she can dig it up later. Then she watches the barn burn down. Like, that would be the last thing I'd want to do. No, I would no. get as far away from there as possible. It's absolutely crazy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's You've seen it once. really it's... unrealistic that uh, <sighs> that she would survive that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, this whole episode... I mean, we've all, and and during the screening, I assume that we've all three of us have been now crying for like 15, 20 minutes. Oh my god! I'm like I said, the first time I watched this, I like ugly cried from start to finish. Like I was, yeah. I was like choking. This time I was taking notes, so I was a little more under control. Not crying. A little. I was upset. There is one. There is one point coming up. That is well, where I broke. This yeah, is it was the, the worst. The letter. The fucking the letter. letter. Yeah. Where I think we've said everything. It was horrible. Yeah. So we return to the present. She returns to the moment she where she joins her family at the house. Yeah, which is now her coming in for the first time. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. So which jumps her back a little bit ahead of. She's the not beginning. suggested the barn yet. No. Yeah. And she doesn't yet. Well, no. She comes from upstairs. No, no, because she goes outside first. But she, yeah, but she comes does from come upstairs, upstairs and goes outside. Day. But it's but they, the same they object. They haven't the, done anything, no. They never found the cigarette case because it was never there. Yeah. Because she took it, right? So, yeah. It, was, it wouldn't have been in the barn. When, so even if they did try to dig it up, that whole scene wouldn't have happened. But I feel like it was there back to the start. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It does not. Yeah. So she gives a letter to the mom who freaks out and then her dad reads it. But we also hear it in Leo's voice. And just, you know, amazing letter about what he's going to do in five years and Loves who he wants family. to be and what kind of person he is. And, you know, it's, it's really a, sad. It's a nice goodbye. And they talk the about mother, the crazy treehouse. That treehouse. Uh, you know, he almost broke his neck falling out of that thing. And they talk about who he would be if he was still alive. And that's Erica's biggest problem. And that's what she talks to her boyfriend about, right? Is like, we only talk about how he died and how we should have saved him. We never talk about who he was as a person or the things that happened to him in his life. And that's what we should remember. Yes. And so this is the first time in, you know, over a decade or whatever. Can't do the math. 92. Nope. He was 21. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. <laughs> Let's not play math. Anyways, lots of years that they haven't even spoken about him. Yeah. Which is just so sad. So, it's really great. In a way, he became alive. Yeah. So, they decide they're going to hire someone to rebuild the barn because their dad bashed Hurt his hand. hand trying to do it. Like, immediately. He started bleeding everywhere. It was intentional. Yeah. He just didn't want to do the work. He's a smart guy. He knows how to get out of things, WCB style. And uh, she, tell, she thanks Ethan for kicking her mm-hmm. into doing something different. They fall asleep together very But he nice also says they spent all these years trying to ignore how beautiful you are, so... Okay, so they've known each other for a while. Long time. But we don't... 
I mean, me and Saskia don't know what the story is. And he says, you were there for me in the same way with Claire. Claire. Which, what's that? Exactly. What's that all about? And then they have sex. Yeah, which was, did not feel like a good time to do that. Because I was emotionally distraught. Because <laughs> you were like, emotionally distraught. Does this need to be happening yeah. right yeah, now? She also just watched her brother literally burn to death. Yeah, it was just no not time, the right timing. No, no, no better time for a life-affirming act. Yeah. True. Like, I get it. I get why it happens, for sure. And also, you haven't seen the last 11 episodes of their relationship, right? Probably. So. Yes. True. True. She shows up on her doorstep in episode two. Uh, so... It's been like a long time coming in some ways, and in others, well, you'll see it when you watch it. I'm very excited anyway, to find out. Say no more. She walks in through another door and uh, meets her new therapist, Nadine. Yes, and she Nadia, Nadia. Nadia. Sorry, <laughs> switch that in my brain. She's in like a a big kind of totally sterile office, different office compared to what Doctor Thomas is like. All these books and these weird artifacts. Very comfortable, yeah, and interesting. And her office is white, bare. White Jagged. and blue. Yeah, I would say cold. It's white and blue, It's cold, yeah. like ice. It's very modern. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. like it. I very distinct like it. lines. Yeah. Ugh, distinct lines, the worst kind. <laughs> I like the muddy and curved. I was going to say, what the hell's an, in- <laughs> an indistinct, indistinct line? line? That makes uh, no sense. It's hard to say, really. Amazing. All right. You well, know when you sort of see it. I say watch Being Erica. I say it's fucking awesome, and I've been saying it for um, 18 years. Um, no. Uh, yeah. 10 yeah. years. <laughs> Guys, I can't do math. 2009 to 2017. That eight is years. eight years. Thank you. You got it. I I'm going to also say Third it. Try. I've been saying it for the last uh, eight hours <laughs> since I watched it. And it's great. It's great. I can't wait to watch more of it. Oh, I'm so excited. I happy. love finding a really good Canadian yes. show. So this is great. Oh, it's so good. Saskia? What? Do we even need to ask you? Should people no, watch I don't Being think so. Erica? Oh, I'm going to ask you anyways. Should people watch it? Yeah. Should people watch Being Erica? Yeah. All right, great. Let's do the quiz. Great. Question number one. In episode two, Erica takes a job way below her pay grade working for her uncle's wholesale business, which sells what? A, beef. B, restaurant supplies. (laughs) C, flowers. Or D, wedding dresses. Mmm. Mmm. I'm going to go with D, wedding dresses, because I think it would cause the most distress in Erica. I'm going with B. I don't have a reason. I'm sorry. It's wedding dresses. Ooh. Piers is right. One nothing, guys. That would really that would really suck for her. You're right. It would. And, does and it, it does. Oh good. And she quits by the end of the episode. That's not a yeah, I sure. What does Judith do to upset Erica, sending her back to redo her bat's mitzvah? Bat's mitzvah. Oh wow. Which is when she's fourteen. So that's how I know at least she goes back to fourteen. Okay, A, fails to invite her to a couple's dinner she's throwing. B, doesn't ask Erica to be the godmother of her child. Uh. C, lies about not having any birthday plans so Erica won't meet Judith's new co-workers. D, doesn't ask Erica to be in her bridal party. Whoa. Saskia? C. I'm going to go with D. The answer is B. What? Erica is expecting to be the godmother and she is passed over. Three of those were just terrible. Yeah. The terrible things. <laughs> They're all kind of mean. I guess not inviting you to a couple's dinner isn't that mean. Not putting your own sister into your bridal party? Oh, no. This is Judith. Oh, Judith. Is, uh, Judith. Her friend. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beginning yeah, yeah. and the one that doesn't recognize oh, her at the dance. Thank goodness. Not her thank sister. Thank goodness. I, and she's already married, so it doesn't make any sense. Carry uh, on. <laughs> Did she say she was married? To 
Sarah? Mean you mean Judith? Judith? No, no, I don't know if Judith is married. I got you. The sister. Sam. Sam. Yeah. Damn it! Why did I call it Sam Sarah? and Josh? Sam and Josh aren't married yet. They're engaged. They're, they're just engaged. Yes. It's been a while. They've been dating since high school. Here we go. What does Eric? Erica, I wrote Eric. What does Erica learn about Josh when she goes back in time to keep them from marrying in the present day? Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Okay. Yes. A, Josh only started dating Sam to spend more time around Erica. B, Josh has been cheating on Sam from the beginning of their relationship. Oh, wow. C, Josh and Sam reconciled the first time they broke up because Sam was pregnant. She later miscarried. Oh, my God. D, Josh genuinely loves Sam and is the right guy for her. So what happens is uh, they're about to get married and Sam is like struggling. Josh is being an asshole because he is an asshole. And uh, Erica goes back to a point where she got them back together when they broke up because she interfered and like fixed things for them. And she now regrets that. So she tries to go back and un or just not do it, I guess. Not undo it. Undo it and not do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, what does she learn when she tries to undo her getting them back together? Mm. That Josh is in love with her, that Josh is cheating, that Josh and Sam got back together because she was pregnant, not because uh, of anything. she interfered. Yeah. Right. Or Josh genuinely loves Sam and is the right guy for her. Wait, that was D, wasn't it? Yes. What was A? A is Josh only started dating Sam to spend more time around Erica. Mm. I would say oh, those are all really good options. I mean, we know. I don't get the sense that he really loves Sam, because he's mostly because he just comes across as an asshole every time we see him on screen. I am gonna go with A. That's my answer as well. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, he's he completely seems... in love with Erica. Okay, question four. Uh, when, when she tells Sam that, it doesn't go over great for her. No, of course. When Erica gets to relive. One of her perfect days, she chooses the last time her, Leo, and Sam spent the day together. Where did they go? A, an amusement park. B, a bowling alley. C, a baseball game. D, horseback riding. E, all of the above. Or F, none of the above. Saskia, you got first go. I'll go with C. I'm going to go with E. It's A, an amusement park. That scene they show in the finale of them... Whatever they're oh, doing. that's right. It's from the amusement There's park. There's one throwaway scene. Yeah, it's a flashback of them. Thanks for nothing. It's from the episode. Oh, I see. I would have sworn it was when they were kids, like yeah. young kids, the flashbacks. Well, they yeah, they are, but they're it's from the episode, so they're pretending to be. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You'll see when you yeah. watch it. Yeah. All right, question yeah. five. If you don't get this right, Saskia, Piers is going to win the donut. I'm yes. going to win the donut, All Saskia. Right. Where did Erica and Ethan meet? A, at her high school prom, mm-hmm. which was not the dance we saw. That was her junior formal right. Christmas, whatever. B, playing Romeo and Juliet in university drama class. C, working as a waitress after college. D, Erica's mom set them up on a blind date. Hmm. Here's you go first. I am going to say... I'm going to say prom. I like that one. Was that A? Yes. Yeah, that's A. Damn it. You keep answering my answers, so I'll go with B. Answer is B. No. Oh my god. They met playing Romeo and Juliet no. in a university drama class. Claire, also in that class. Oh my That's god. That's very romantic. Wait, now what? Now you're tired and you have to split your donut. I don't. I don't you like need this. to look away. This way. You do. There we go. No, you can look I'm away. I'm fine. No, yeah, okay. you're fine. 
Let's she can't look at here. the list. I can look at the donut. This is yes. some kind of delicious raspberry old fashioned. It's I a believe. chocolate. It's a chocolate old fashioned. It's raspberry chocolate. for sure. It's a chocolate raspberry something. Yes. Uh, and this probably ties into the show somehow. You can figure that out as yourselves, audience. <laughs> okay. All right. Pick a number between one and nine hundred and twenty-three. I'm going to pick two hundred and forty-six. Okay, Saskia. Go ahead. Seven hundred and. 80. Okay, you can look now. And we shall vamp while Hannah goes through her magical Excel spreadsheet picking two shows that we will have to choose between as options for our next episode. Deadwood. We are always hoping for Deadwood. Yes. 780 is Sailor Moon. March! Wow. This is your donut, by the way, Piers Wright. Oh, I know. Okay, good. I know. I'm glad you're excited. I've never seen a minute of Sailor Moon. I have. It's so good. Unfortunately. It's so good. I was obsessed with it. I have friends, male friends, who were also obsessed. Let's just say that Fighting Evil by Moonlight. Yeah. Well, I'm up for it. Also, I know it's not going to be that long. Sassia, never running from a real fight. 246 is a 2012 series called Copper? Sailor Moon. All right. It's Sailor Moon. We're doing Sailor Moon. It is, guys. Holy shit. Aren't you excited? Holy shit. Aren't you excited? Sailor Moon season one? Yes. Sailor Moon Season 1, pilot and finale. Let's do it. All right. We'll see you then, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 I found something. This was my father's. fighting with you guys and I need you to understand that the reason I'm fighting so hard is because because I feel I'm stuck like I'm treading water and I need to take a risk and try something new it's easier to stay here in some ways where everything is familiar then I think about how much more there could be for me if I just took the chance I don't want to look back 10 years from now and regret that I didn't follow my heart even though I don't know what I want to do with my life, I don't think that matters. I know the kind of person I want to be. Unafraid of a challenge and willing to face whatever comes. I love you guys. You. God, he's such a good kid. What an amazing brother. Yeah. He was never afraid of anything right from the start. You know... If he was here right now, I wonder what he'd be doing. Probably living on a boat somewhere in Asia. (laughs) Yeah. And doing humanitarian work in Africa. You know, I... I think that he would have got a lot of the adventuring out of his system and... And that he'd want to settle down with a nice girl and work here, you know, close to his family. Maybe he's an architect. An architect? He loved building things, like the treehouse. Crazy treehouse. He nearly broke his neck falling out of that thing. (laughs) 